It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. morning. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. The ESPN app. Go to the ESPN app. Click on it. You see, you see uh, more on the lower right-hand corner. Click on that. Scroll down to listen live. Take us with you wherever you go. We're presented by Progressive Insurance. And coming to you live from the Seaport District at Pier 17, brought to you by Chase. So, Key J. Hey, how you doing, Max? Good morning. How are you? Good, man. It's, it's, we're doing good. <laughs> <laughs> it's 74 degrees, Wait. high of 74 today in New York, and sunny, boy. We need this. I don't hear more excitement in both of your voices. No, I'm, that no, great I'm, defensive I was... matchup we watched last night. <laughs> no, what a great no, defensive not. lockdown. It reminded me of Big Ten basketball. Scores 35 to 38. The remains you know? of Matt Ryan versus, Jeez. I guess, the remains of Russell Wilson. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I got a lot. I, I'm still Re- trying to figure out how I can get some sleep because after the game I didn't sleep. I just, I, I'm. That's why I can't work in football. Like I can't coach. I can't be a front office executive because even though I didn't play for the for the the, the Broncos or the Colts, I got stressed watching the game and it it just the, because of the end of the game. Key and it keeps me up at night. I'm supposed to go to bed. I couldn't. I just. What kept you up about the end of the game? It's just the way it played out. Just all that. Seriously. Well, you like, were I angry about not about not angry. running the ball. He literally angry every about- time they saw that every time they show George Payton in that box by himself, I felt stressed for him. It was like he made let me, a let me, horrible decision on bringing Russell Wilson to the Broncos. Let me back up a second. Thursday night football. Broncos, Colts, the battle of the horses. Everyone knew it was going to be a bad game going in. Sure was, <laughs> offensively. And Russell Wilson at the goal line, one-yard line, throws the ball, passes just like in the Super Bowl. They design a, a, a pass play for him when it's clearly a run situation. They don't get it. It goes to overtime, and they lose, right? Yeah. So – so and, and no, no touchdowns in the entire game, just field goals. So there's the you're almost three a two hundred fifty dollar million dollar man. Well, it's like a hundred thirty guaranteed. That's the actual contract. And and they brought him in as though they were he was the missing piece. And now they're going to win a Super Bowl. And he has not been good. And they have not been good. And the play calling is not good. And it's reminiscent of the Seattle situation where they're look. He's the star. He can win the game. And, but he he doesn't. And there were obviously 
better ways to go about this. No, it, it, it is. And, and back to me being stressed, a lot of things, like when I'm watching a game and I'm looking, looking at players in the, the disgust on their face in situations when they're losing, it's, it, believe it or not, it stresses me out. That's why going to games sometimes, I can't watch, sit through a whole game. I'm, I, I don't know what it is, and I may need at some point in my life to go see somebody about this problem. Uh, even when I'm watching my youngest son run around and play flag football, I can't sit in the stands. I've got to go in the far corner somewhere, fold my arms, and sit there and just watch because even his little flag football coaches stress me out on some of the play calling and some of the things that they do, let alone Nathaniel Hackett. Okay, he brings me back to his damn father when he was coaching at USC and Paul Hackett. It reminds me of him. But as they say, the apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. And now you got a potential Hall of Fame quarterback that you want to duplicate the same thing that Peyton Manning done for you and help you win a Super Bowl. Peyton Manning's first year, now granted, defense was a lot better. And, and, and Peyton Manning threw 50 touchdowns his first year. I don't think Russell Wilson is going to throw 50 touchdowns his first year in Denver. But Denver gave up a lot to go get Russ. And this is not pile on Russ day. But at the same time, we have to exp- we have to, to show exactly and talk about what went wrong. When you look at it, Max and, and, and Jay, at the end of regulation, they had an opportunity to just run the football, man. Let the clock just run the ball. Let the clock kick a field goal, whatever the case may be. Why would you drop back and throw the damn ball? For what? For who? Why? What are we trying to do? We understand that you may want to make this guy who you just traded everything for and gave up all the money. Justify the star, it. Yeah, the justify, st- it. justify yeah. it, star, whatever. You don't need to do that. You justify him by getting the Ws. Then if you fast forward to overtime, you got an opportunity to just punch it in, man. Line up underneath the center, turn around and hand the damn football off to Melvin Garden, who got you down there to begin with. But no, we're at the two-yard line. Our offensive lineman, that average, you know, 300 pounds, and it's about 7,000 pounds of beef up front, can't get the push. Even though you've been gashing them late in the fourth quarter with the running game. That's how you got there in the first place. But, Key, we're talking about fourth and one with two minutes and 33 seconds left to go in overtime. Fourth and one. Run the ball. Run the ball. Why am I angry? Because I lost money on the game last night. I am angry when it's been that easy. And Key is giving you the damn recipe. Melvin Gordon, who's had some fumble issues, had no fumble issues in this game. Give him the damn ball. Why are you calling a timeout from being under center, then dropping back in the shotgun and going for the win? So let me say this, Key. Here's the main thing, and here's the headline. When you pay your quarterback $250 million, whatever the astronomical price is, and you're last in the league in red zone touchdowns, that is concerning to me. Yeah. That's concerning. You can throw underneath routes. You move the ball down the field, great. We know you can do that. The play calling, good job. You get into the red zone, everybody's ass gets tight all of a sudden. Then you can't punch the ball into the red zone. I can point. Sorry. Yes, excuse me. Everybody's butts. Yes. I can point to three receivers in the league, just three. I'm just going to go with three. And Key Hamlin was open on the rub. 
He was yeah, open yeah, he, on the run. He was, he was open on the slice route, but for whatever reason, Russell didn't go that way. But I can point to three <laughs> situations in the red zone, and I wouldn't have done this on fourth down. I would have. I probably, as a coach, I probably would have kicked it, knowing that my defense is playing well and Matt Ryan and company, much like uh, Max is saying, Matt Ryan is the remains of Matt Ryan, right, is out there. And my defense has pretty much been stopping them all night long. And whatever timeouts I have or whatever the case is, if I'm left with 40 seconds on the clock, then I feel at that point we could take a shot downfield a couple times and get into a 40-yard field goal range and kick it and get out of there with a three-point win. But you got Cortland Sutton, who's every bit of 6'4 and some change, okay? That's who he tried to get the football to on an in route, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me because he's throwing the ball over the middle instead of allowing this big stud of a wide receiver to moss somebody, DK Metcalf-like, Michael Thomas-like, DeAndre Hopkins-like, big dudes, trees, you know, Mike Williams-like. Take advantage of that. Don't mess around trying to get too sophisticated and cutesy because when you do that, that's how you wind up losing. All right. Keyshawn J. Will and Max is brought to you by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your coverage so you only pay for what you need. Guys, I I teased it last segment. It's not been a good start to the season for Russell Wilson, but I told you we're going to reveal the name of the quarterback – that might surprise you that maybe has the most concerning start to the season. And so here's the question. Has the start to Tom Brady's season been the most concerning in the NFL? What? We're going to get into that coming up. Keyshawn J. Willemax on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPN2. Listen to Keyshawn J. Willemax live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about Electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. 
Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Tom Brady came out of retirement for Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Julio Jones. You know, it's concerning. We didn't have to have those guys to win this ball game. We just needed to play smarter. And so the execution wasn't there, the consistency. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Click Man, more on the lower right-hand corner of the ESPN app. Scroll down to listen live. Take us with you. You're not tethered to your radio, your car, anything. If you have your phone in your pocket, you got Keyshawn J. Willemax with you. Live. We're also on ESPN, too, and presented by Progressive Insurance. By the way, we asked earlier in the show, 888-SAY-ESPN-729-3776, is Mike McCarthy getting easier to root for? Because after all, they're winning, and he doesn't have Dak half the time he's been head coach of the Cowboys. But he's putting up wins. Whatever his clock management and play calling, he is leading the team. Doesn't mean that that criticism isn't legitimate, but you also have to acknowledge what he is doing well. Maybe that's even more important. So we asked last segment and the segment before, which quarterback has had the most concerning start to the season? where you're actually thinking, he was talking about, he gets stressed just watching Pop Warner or anything. He's getting stressed out watching, let alone like, you know, in the pros when he sees bad play calling and stuff or bad decision making, hard for him to even sleep, right? But what about who's who who you losing sleep over of the starting quarterbacks (laughs) in the NFL? Listen to, because maybe Russell Wilson's a hell of a candidate. Well, this has not been good. Mine, before you move on, is is Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan for key. Yeah, because we we good we're good friends, and Ooh. and I hate to see you know Ooh. him mm-hmm. look the way he looks. Yeah, it's not good. It did not look. He looked like a dinosaur last night, Key. Yeah, can't. I'll be real. Like he just can't. And I feel for can't him. Move, because can't he's hold one, on to the ball. But he's one of those tough, really tough guys because for the amount of pressure that he got last night, every time he got sacked, he just got right up. But you just feel like, damn, at this stage of your career, you can't move like other quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady to a degree. You never could. It's just it's challenging. So. Man. So Matt Ryan's a great candidate for key. That's the one he's most concerned for. Russell Wilson, we discussed. A lot of people are going to be thinking, uh-oh, especially Broncos fans, 130 million guaranteed. This is what we're getting. Jason Reed on ESPN.com, however, answered the biggest NFL quarterback question and said, Tom Brady is the quarterback about whom he is most concerned. Quote, look, I know it's downright blasphemous to ever question the GOAT. Brady just hasn't been that good, especially by his own high standards. Remember, the seven-time Super Bowl winner is 45 years old, and let's not be fooled by his 385-yard three-touchdown performance against the Chiefs on Sunday night. Tampa Bay rushed for a total of three yards in a double-digit defeat. Key, how are you feeling about Tom Brady right now? Uh, uh, Look, I, I still like Tom. When he gets all the weapons back, I'm not counting him out. Much like Jason said, it's hard to question somebody who's done it time in and time again and been successful for a very, very long time. And I and, and Jay knows me and you do, Max. I don't get caught up 
in people's personal lives because I really don't give a damn. I'm not, mm-hmm. I don't care about the tabloids. I don't care about those sort of things. But I've been in situations, getting in, in similar situations during the season. It is very stressful when you are constantly dealing with stuff in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and you fight through it and, and all of those sort of things. And I went through it the year we won the Super Bowl. And I, once I got in the building, I was fine. When I left the building, it was something different. And, and people could certainly tell that I lost weight. Uh, I felt a certain way. I was in a fog and, and those sort of things. And who knows what it may be. In the end, though, this, to me, should be Tom Brady's last year. It just should be. You're 45 years old. You're still playing good football, but it's not as crisp and sound as it was seven years ago. It looks totally different than it did last year or the Super Bowl year. It just looks like he's going through the motions. He made a commitment to come back to play. And so he's not going to abruptly just call in. This is not Rudy Tomtanovich in the middle of the season with the Lakers that's just going (laughs) to dial it up and leave, right, in in the middle of the season. He's going to finish the deal. But I would hope that once the season is over, there is no more. Well, I haven't decided to, you know, what I'm no. I'm I'm done, fellas. It was a nice ride. Let me go out on top rather than just keep chasing whatever it is that he's chasing. Look, he I appreciate the fact that you don't like getting involved in people's personal lives. Matter of fact, I once had Mike Tyson. And Mike, after my my brother passed, was the first person in the industry to call me directly. And mm. you know, like Mike has Mike is a really interesting guy. Mike stepped <laughs> really? Mike stepped to me early on, like I was in my 20s still at ESPN, and was like, yo, why are you talking about my personal life? Mike Tyson stepped to me and said this. And I'm like, Mike, I have no interest in, in doing that about your personal life. But the Don't bottom line is this. <laughs> if you crash your motorcycle, whatever it is, have a whoa. problem in your in – whoa. Whoa. I wasn't thinking of who I was talking to. I wasn't thinking about who I was talking to. Wow, but anyway, you're looking right at me. But, but he would – remember? Mike Tyson had an accident. Oh, I just so, don't remember. No, but it was an accident. It was an accident in his car, in his driveway, yes. in the yeah, truck. Right, yes. <clears throat> right, I guess some, for some reason my vision, <laughs> where it was pointed, <clears throat> remind me of motorcycle. What I have no happened? idea why. I have no idea why. But the point is, if something happens in your life, even something with Robin Givens back then, whatever it is, it's not – you're a public figure. The, the the press will report on it, and I will be asked about it. That's my job, Cameron. i got to no, say I, something no, about I it. No, I get it. So, no, Max, I get it. So, Key, in the case of Tom Brady, it has been widely reported I get, I get that it. he and Giselle have hired divorce lawyers. Now, Now, I'll say this. When Brady first came out and retired at the end of last season, and I heard the reasoning, my commentary at the time was, that doesn't sound like someone who's going to stay retired – because what he said was, my family has sacrificed so much for me, now I must sacrifice for them. Sacrifice. That means give up something that's, that's meaningful to him, right? He didn't want to stop playing football. He was being pressured to, to stop playing football. To me, if that's the reason you're doing something, it ain't going to work. There's going to be a problem. Because, and sure enough, he came back because you can't do it for someone else. You've got to do it for yourself. It's got to come from you, and in my opinion, for it to work. So... Everyone, we all wish Tom Brady the best in his life, relationships, the whole thing. But as you pointed out, Key, it is widely reported he is going through some stuff. If you look at the picture of him, at, at, if you look at the video at the press conference, he looks gaunt. He looked like his play. It, it is easy for me to believe, without trying to pry into his personal life, it's easy for me to believe that, that at the age of 45 in, in midlife, 
dealing with all this stuff that is affecting his play, Jay. So two things real quick. Number one, the fact that he is dealing with all this stuff that you just made mention of, right, Max? Considering that Chris Godwin coming off the ACL tear, right? He's had injury issues. Mike Evans being suspended. He's still eighth in the NFL in passing yards. <laughs> yeah. He still has a six-to-one the touchdown to interception ratio, right? So is it as crisp as we would like for Tom Brady? No. But yeah. is, there, is there room for this team to continue to grow and then find more rhythm? Yes, that's number one. Number two, I, I was the first one to kind of go down this road with you guys by saying, and I've never had to manage this. Let's be honest and real about it. Key, you alluded to it. It's really hard for me, as much as I would like to sit here and tell people that I can compartmentalize what happens at my home with my wife and my kids and the basketball court. Now, I know that the way I've dealt with adversity is that when stuff happens, I typically go into a safe haven, right? Like the court is my safe haven. It's where I compete. It's where I get crazy competitive key. I get lost in what I have to do. But I've also never dealt with the immense pressure that comes with the thousands of questions asked about your personal life and how that affects you. Like there's a psychological aspect of that key that is a delicate balancing act for Tom that he's never had to really go through at this stage of his career at 45 years old, when I'm sure he's not the only one asking himself, why did I want another year? Why another year? Will it be another year after that? I think think he's pretty much – I think it's time for him to walk away at the height. This is the height to me for him is once the season's over, they'll probably get into the playoffs, make a nice little playoff run. And it's time for him to walk away. Uh, it's Jay hard for people I, to walk away, Key. Uh, you know that, you know. Excuse me? It's hard for people to walk away when they're so great like this. Look, look at MJ. Look at Yeah, Michael. but but with everything that's out there, like you guys yeah. are saying, like we're saying, you may want to change course and do something different. Yeah. Um, you know, he does have a, 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 a opportunity to get into the broadcasting booth that's there, that still keeps him around the game, all of those sort of things. But it's it's very difficult, man, to separate the two of your personal life and your football life when you're going through something very seriously, very serious in your personal life, and people are asking you questions. I went, I literally went through what people are saying he's going through in the middle of a Super Bowl run. In the middle of the Super Bowl run. Mm. Not after we – I'm talking about in the middle of the Super Bowl run that we won, I was getting a divorce. I had younger kids living in another state, mm. and I was in another state. You know, I remember the questions like they were yesterday. Every – are you okay? Is the – just all – and it wasn't even – it wasn't even about – um Social media then, right? It was the yeah. Access Hollywoods. It was the extras. It was those those gossipy shows on t- entertainment tonight. And look, at the time that this was happening, I was at the height of my career. I wasn't Tom Brady, but I was at the height. I was still a major public figure in football and professional sports. You know, and, and so it was a it was it was just weird, Jay, having to deal with that and go play football, then go 
to my empty house. My way, it was a really nice house on the water. But uh, <laughs> yeah, but Key, I want to get Key. I want all the money in the world, man. It, it's like that's, your, your family, your kids wait, ain't around, dog. That's it was it was really it was nice. Really nice. Water. But, but wait, Key, I want to for, for real jokes aside. I'm sure it was very nice. I know a lot of people out there listening, going they like can, thinking about Tom Brady, going, "Oh, wah, he's going through a divorce, no, but he's so rich and famous and, and allegedly and allegedly and, 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 and great at great at football, and he's the the goat and all this stuff." But Key. What you just said is a real thing. Did you have an easy life or, as a, or a hard life as a kid? Like, objectively, most people oh, say— Oh, I had, I had a hard life You had a hard life as a, a kid. Hard Hell, I was a kid. Ele- so, at 11 years old, I was sleeping in a car. You were sli- So, in other words, Keyshawn Johnson is someone who, is, who has been through times that most people would ag- acknowledge and agree are hard. And yet, you're also rich and famous later in your life going through a divorce with Very kids in another state. Very famous, not rich. And, but, but, Key, that was hard, wasn't it? Going oh, through. absolutely. So the point is, for people looking at Tom Brady going, oh, I wish I had those problems. When, oh, you know, crying me a river. That's not actually hard. Actually, here's Key, who has, who has been through it as a kid in a real hard way and then been through it later on in life, in a, in maybe in a way that's parallel to Tom Brady in certain respects. And he's telling you that by, by, it's hard for the person going through and what Matt, Brady's going through. Look, it's man, hard here's for what, here, Here's what also happens throughout that process. Because you, you get to, and I haven't gone through a divorce, but you, you go through losing a career or fighting for something. You do get to a certain point, I did, with basketball, where it was like, man, like, this ain't, I don't feel like this is it anymore. Like, th- this is, this was it for me. This was the thing that got me going. But now I'm realizing that the thing that really got me going is no longer around. It's not as accessible. And it's so that, that, that pivot, man, it, it's a, uh, I don't know how Tom deals with that. Yeah. I don't know how he deals with that. Wish him the best, you know. Yeah, man. It's not easy what he's done. Keep keep balling to the end of the year and then go ahead and and shut it down and and live another life. But, Max, Hmm. it was a really nice house. (laughs) It was a really nice house, right? (laughs) Turn into a fun house real quick. (laughs) Hey, hey, Jay. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> like, put it this way. Hey, 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 it, look, we, it was hard, but it would have been even harder if the house wasn't as nice, right? Yes, that <laughs> like, is, let's, let's that be is correct. It was, yeah, yeah. It turned into a But you, but you can do stuff house. back then. Nobody, some people can't do that these days. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. <laughs> Guys, are we sure? Are we sure the Packers are the favorite to win the NFC North? Snap to Rodgers, lost it over the middle. In the end, you know, Rodgers is just too good. Offensively, they can run the football. They certainly can throw it. This is the game we had to win. Can't be 2-2, two two, losing to a third-string quarterback. Mark these words, October 3rd. This offense is going to be better by the end of the season than with Devontae out. Hey. Hey. Keyshawn, Jay Willimax, ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80. We're on the ESPN app. Hot take, hot take. My life is better than what's the 411. Mm. If you know, you know. You mm. think? Hot take. You think that's mm. a hot take? I do. Is it not? I don't know, man. This My life team. was. That's, that's what I just said. Oof. Max, that's what I just but said. But I'm saying that's not a hot take. It's, it's not a hot, hot song. take. The hot song is too hot for that to be a hot take. You I know, see what I'm saying? It almost feels disrespectful to say that because what's the 411 is what put Mary on the map. Yeah, yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? It's a more man. famous song, but I, I don't know, man. Chris Canty is with us now, as you can hear. 
This song makes me want to put some Baileys in my coffee this morning. Woo! I've been saying, like, this might be top uh, five I'm just sitting there looking at that coffee mug. And you, got, and you got that Kool-Aid smile on your be. face. It is 730 this is in the morning. A, this, is a desert, this is a desert island album, though. Like, hey, you go going to a yeah. desert island. You can only take X number of albums with you. You might oh, take this. This is, this yeah. is, one of this the is a desert yeah. album. Uh, 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 desert island album. Was that yeah. a remix? Was it? What's up, Christopher? <laughs> Back was... over here with Lenny. You know, I, 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 I love you. <laughs> <laughs> what up, oh, King? What up, King? Don't stumble this whole segment. That's all I'm telling you, Canty. Oh, I'm At ready to go, Max. Six, I'm locked and loaded. I'm, I'm just happy that you're not wearing no dusty Air Force One. By the way, so happy. By the way, I'm so happy. Let Jay tell him. Sorry, Key. Uh, but we, so we come in a couple days ago, and this is Max is like, man, this place feels like high school. Canty ain't going to bully me. Yeah, look at him, Jay. I got the fresh ones on. It wasn't I got the fresh I, ones on. What I told on. him was, I can't de-proof them. There you go. I, I said, I, I happened to be walk, about a week ago. I'm walking downtown. I happened to pass the Off-White store. I'm like, you know what? Because the Off-Whites, you get them a little dusty, that's okay. Yeah. So, so I'm going to can't de-proof it. So when Canty comes in, I'm wearing the off-whites. He can't say anything. There you go. That's right. Well, you, I can't say anything about your shoe game. You've peer pressure me into it. Capris you got the on. Capris. We he can al- still talk about that with them, a- with them ashy ankles. They always slide up. <laughs> he always tries to pull them first down. I don't know why he thinks he's fashion forward with Capris First of all, all, I know this dude shopping. He can't even buy off the rack. Coming in here with the pin on the lapel is not talking about my Max, don't, my don't, ankles. Max, don't don't try to get him back. Just Exactly. Just yeah, take just, the L, man. Wear the L, there's Max. No, there's no L. Wear the L just like there's you're no wearing L. them capris, bro. You know bro. what I mean? I Key, fresh. fighting for it, Key. Just let it go, Max. I, I can't. I'm just listening to y'all, man. I'm sitting in the studio <laughs> and checking y'all out. And, Key, I don't understand yeah. how you let your mans be out here like that, though. Who? Who? What? I mean, this like, is your guy. This is your guy. Who? No, Canty got. Canty laid out the socks. Oh, it's going to be fresh. and going to match the color of the socks to the to orange the shirt and, and the tie and Ma- the. Jet. You're doing too much, Chris. Max is going to do what Max wants That's to right. do, even He's though fresh. we keep yeah, telling fresh. Max there are certain things that he may not want to do. He continues to do it anyway because it's Max. That's right. Okay. You know, gotcha. He's Chris hard. Well, there are certain things that Nathaniel Hackett insists that he wants to keep doing. Exactly. Even though they don't work. Is that Chris. really Nathaniel Hackett, or is that more Russell Wilson telling him what play he wants to run since he sees himself as an equal to Nathaniel Hackett? Well, let me ask you this question, Jay. I hate answering a question with a question, but why are you throwing the football when you have a lead with a little over two minutes to go in the game? Why are you doing that? Fourth and one. Fourth. Why are you doing that? No, I'm not talking about, about fourth and one. I'm talking season. about it. Oh, I'm mean, talking about game. regulation. Yeah, I'm at the end of the fourth yeah. quarter. Oh, Why are you doing that? Like everybody what? wants to criticize yeah. Russell Wilson for throwing a red zone interception, but what about the coach that made the damn play call? Because I think uh, the it was completely unnecessary. The feeling is Russ is influencing that. No, I think it, I think it's a little bit of both, right? I think as a veteran, you know, come on, Kent, you played with me. You know how I was. If I didn't like it, I'm gonna wave it off. And I wasn't even a damn quarterback. I'm going to frown at Bill or Todd or Sean or, or, or Charlie Weiss or Dan Henning. I'm going to give them the side eye when they call something that don't work. No, you're and right. You, you're right. In, in certain situations, Russell Wilson has to be able to go to himself and say, wait a minute, man. What do we – hold on. That's not what I want. No, I don't want that. I don't want that. And no, two minutes to go, we're going to run the ball. My defense – is playing lights out. They haven't been able to move the ball on us. Let's get the three, chew up the clock, and let's take the three and make them go 
80 yards because we're going to kick off. We're going to pin it deep. They're going to have to go 80 to do anything. Let's do that because Chubb was coming around the corner killing. We had Sertain taking care of business in the secondary. Let's do that. But instead, you know, okay, I'm just going to roll with what's being called. Part Hackett, part Russell. Well, here's the thing, Key. Who's the head coach? Is it Russell Wilson or Nathaniel Hackett? Good question, I mean, that, that, that has to be determined. Uh, it seems like Nathaniel Hackett is looking around for permission to do some of the things that he wants to do. In his post-game press conference, he references getting the go-ahead. Now, I don't know who he was getting the go-ahead from. I'm assuming it was the game manager that he designated a couple of weeks ago. But, but Key, my problem is if you're the head coach, you have to make a decision that's in the best interest of your football team winning a game. And based on the game flow and how well your defense yeah. was playing, yeah. there's no world where you would throw that football and put no. that ball and in how jeopardy well you were at running, the end of the fourth quarter. And how well you were running the ball. Exactly. You, yeah, Mike, no, Bo- you, Mike Boone, they found something in but, Mike Boone now. But, but yeah, Melvin, this Melvin, ball, Melvin Gordon but, but struggles. Chris, Mike Boone, they found something Boone, in, in the second started, half. Boone started, and then Gordon started playing better in late fourth quarter and into overtime. He started getting, you know, nice chunks. They both started getting nice chunks. I just, I don't know, man. I've been around, I guess, good offensive play callers and head coaches in my career. So I already automatically know what's going to happen. It's nothing to even think about. We're not going to do something stupid like that. But this we is just the, not. Key, this is, and Chris, this is the issue with Russell Wilson. Like, why is everyone looking at Russ and not the coach? And obviously, blame goes all around. Because there's a sense, we've been talking about it all morning, that Russell Wilson, everything he says is run through this matrix of being brand conscious, yeah. right? Rubs people the wrong way. But he has positioned himself in such a way that he got the bag twice, now from the Broncos, that once he gets it, he is, he, there is a certain amount of pressure to show that he's worth it. So in the moment of truth in the Super Bowl, we're going to throw it. In the moment oh of truth here, we're going to throw it. And that's why it comes back to Russ, because the sense is – he has positioned himself that way to have undue influence out of proportion to what he ought to have. Yeah, but in both instances, Max, you're talking about them losing the game because of it. Like at the end of the yeah. fourth quarter, you lost the game because you let Russ throw the football when you had the game in hand. Okay? In overtime, you, I guess, punted on the idea of tying the game mm-hmm. because you wanted to have, get, let Russ have an opportunity to be the hero. And in those instances, I think you do your team a disservice. There's also 52 other guys in that locker room that you have to be accountable for. And Nathaniel Hackett is waking up this morning and trying to figure out how the hell do I address my football team today? Yeah, and he CC, a, we saw that by multiple players headache. last night <laughs> giving him side eyes. You, you saw the, yeah. the cameras pan to it. But I, I do go back to week one, man, when they kicked that, tried to go for that 64-yard field goal attempt. Yeah. Right? And the whole conversation became, if you have a quarterback worth the money that you pay Russell Wilson, why do you not let him do his thing in that moment? So I do think that there was a dynamic power flip in that moment where Rustin had a little bit more gravitas, right? Yeah. A little bit more control no, about I'm what you. he wanted to do. I'm with you on that, Jay. I think that absolutely had a part to play in what happened last yes. night. But my only problem is this. It was almost a false choice in week one because you're talking about opting for a 60-plus yard field goal away from Mile High Stadium versus going with a fourth and five and trying to get in better field position. Like, yeah. it just seems like they're, they're – there wasn't as yeah. much of an opportunity yes. to win that game. Absolutely. Last night, you had every opportunity to I win that game. That. And that, I and mean, the Bron- I, said. I was watching that game last night with my wife, and I was saying the Broncos deserve to lose this game. They had eight-plus territory possessions, guys, and got nine points out of it. Think about it. On that fourth and one in overtime, you were, what, 
You were three of 13 in the red zone at that point That's on the said, season. Man. Why are you going forward on fourth and one? Why are you in the shotgun also? I mean, if you're in the shotgun as a defensive player, you're taking away the threat of a hardball run. So those guys, those linebackers, all they're doing is ratting for underneath throws. And that's exactly what happened. And Stephon Gilmore just happened to get his hand on it. And so it just, it, again, I understand we want to be critical of the quarterback, and Russ has got to do a better job of protecting the football in the scoring area. But damn, Nathaniel Hackett, protect your quarterback from himself sometimes. Nathaniel Hackett's a first-time head coach, but Pete Carroll wasn't. And Pete Carroll did the same thing in the Super Bowl. And some of the resentment of Russell Wilson might be because all that brand-conscious maneuvering, maybe many people feel or some people feel, is affecting and influencing, or he has influence in the organization at levels even higher than the head coach. Yeah, you can tell Richard Sherman still feels a way about that. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Run the ball. Chris Canty, co-host of Canty and Carlin. Weekdays, 3 to 7 p.m. Eastern, right here on ESPN Radio and watch ESPN. See you later, Councilman. That's right. <laughs> Canty proof my Canty. kicks. Canty proof my kicks. Why one player might not be top three in the NFL right now, who I, don't, I think might be the best player in the NFL. Someone's telling me he might not be top three. The answer might surprise you who it is. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And on ESPN2. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Barrage under pressure. Throws deep. Skinny post. Walk in. Who brushed the heck of a lot better than I thought he'd be? I just can't say enough about how his play has done for this team this season. No, they shouldn't stick with Cooper Rush if Dak Prescott is healthy and ready to go. What they should do is stick to the Cooper Rush game plan. He, he doesn't have the talent to take that offense to a different level, and that's why I don't think there'll be a controversy. Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, and the ESPN app. You got your phone in your pocket. You got us with you. 
Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down and listen live. We're right there. Guys, so I'm <clears throat> Key J. I'm doing this just in yesterday, 2 uh-huh. p.m. Eastern, ESPN, and have Bill Barnwell on the show. I like Barnwell's work, ESPN senior writer. And we were talking about he was giving his list of the top three defenders so far this season. So he did not include Aaron Donald, which, okay, you know, guys, nor Micah Parsons. To me, that's one and two. Whatever order you want to put them in at this moment, to me, those are the two most valuable defenders. Listen to Bill Barnwell on Micah Parsons not being a top three defender so far this year. At his best, Max, Micah Parsons is one of the three best players in football. No question for me about that. But how often have we seen Micah Parsons' best? Yes, Buccaneers game, he was phenomenal. Bengals game, he was the best player on the field, no question. Last two weeks, not so much. No sacks, less of an impact against the Giants, who don't have a great offensive line by any means. And the commanders, same thing. So Micah Parsons deserves a ton of respect at his best devastating but he's been a little inconsistent so far this year. I want to see him be that guy from the first two weeks of the season a little more often as the year goes along. Mm, it's interesting. It's just interesting that he he said, you know, no impact, sacks. Look, man, I'm not going to poo-poo on Barnwell if that's what he feels. I, I don't agree with him. Michael Parsons' impact is the fact that he's on the field. I don't care about the statistics. That's what that's what drives me crazy with people is that they look at the statistics. He affects the game in many ways. Whether you're putting him on the same side as Lawrence in their gaming and twisting and stunting, whether he's dropping in coverage, whether he's playing middle linebacker, they're disguising things with him. It allows everybody else to come to the party and participate. When you are on the field, Lawrence Taylor didn't get a sack every single time he lined up. I mean, he, he just didn't. But hey, he Keith. affected other things by being on the field. Especially, Th- There's other ways that you get credit other than statistics. Especially since Parsons, you know, he comes up playing in the middle. He can, he's such a great pass rusher. You can put him anywhere on the line. You can ask him to drop back and cover. But you yes. can do, you can do anything with him. But I want you to look again. We, we put it up on ESPN2. Um, his top three, his meaning Bill Barnwell's top three defenders so far this year. I'd like to see it again, guys. When we put it up, Key, do you think Micah Parsons so far this year, because I think so far this year eh, he might be the best player in football, but he has the top three for Bill Barnwell is Minka Fitzpatrick, Max Crosby, and Joey Bosa, right? Yeah, but he's looking at statistics. Do you think, but which one of those guys would you drop for Parsons? I would drop Mika Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Just because of the position he plays? It, well, look, first of all, he has he has a diff, he has different opportunities because he's making tackles, right? Mm-hmm. People aren't running away from Michael uh uh, uh Mika Fitzpatrick. When Michael Parsons line up on the left, you know what they say? <laughs> Go to the right. He ain't getting he line up on the right, you know what they say, Max? <laughs> Go to the left. They're not Oh, he lines up in the middle. They I say, said Joey, by the way. It's Nick Bosa. I, I, I swap brother's name. Nick yeah, Bosa. when he lined up yeah. in the middle, they say, pick a side, left or right. Yeah. They're, they're not just it, – it doesn't work like it's that. It's like the Deion Sanders of linebackers. Like, go to the yes. other side of the field. Yeah. It's not statistic-based, Jay. And a lot of times, 
people in the media, and, and, and you never want to do ESPN on ESPN crime because, you know, opinions are opinions. But a scheme is set in different ways. The defensive scheme is set to disrupt, but the offensive coaches realize that guy that the scheme is set to to disrupt, we can't let him disrupt it, so we got to go away from him. We got to run away from this dude. We got to double team him. We've got to chip him. We've got to do a whole lot of stuff, you know, and and, and that's the, the beauty of it. Aaron Donald is a, a beast of a football player. He has to be double teams and triple teams for everybody else on the defense to get yeah, you know, theirs off. One Come thing, on, man. Yeah, one thing, Jay, that I do think about the NFL that's different than baseball, let's say. Baseball, if you don't know the math, don't tell me that one guy's better than the other because you can't see enough of each guy's at-bats to make that determination and say you're eyeballing it. And There are too many events that take place all around the league. Football, you can watch all the plays of all these dudes, and, and guys like Bill Barnwell do, and guys like you do too, like you watch a lot of football, Jay, to your eye this year so far, does Micah Fitzpatrick, does Micah Parsons belong in the top three? And who would you drop off that list? Probably Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I mean, I, I, but I think he's there too. But I, I would say that also the way that he has played and this defense has played because he started off so hot, it's drawn so much attention, Key. It's allowed other players like Demarcus Lawrence, to get theirs, other people yeah. on the pass rush to get there as well. Like th- this to me is what sometimes makes me as a former player, Key, dislike members of the media. Right, because you see, you know what I'm talking about, Key. You see these kind of stats or these kind of things floating around. You're like, yo, you're just going to take a stat and then make the stat. Well, I mean, into he had him fourth. Argument. He had Micah Parsons fourth. He had like it's well, not Max, like he had him tenth. Well, Max, every day of my life, I'm not competing to be fourth. <laughs> I'm competing to be number one. I have I him really, one. So I it's really, little things that you, you, you you're right, Jay. To. But I really don't, and you know me by now. Really don't care if I'm I, fourth one too, because I know yes. what I'm doing to contribute to my damn team, and so I does Michael Parsons. I Should the Giants trade Saquon Barkley? Key will give you all the stats coming up. Keyshawn J. Will and Max. <laughs> Listen to Keyshawn J. Will and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio everywhere you are. to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN Media. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2.